What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up Waffle Gang? My name is Mark and welcome to r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip that initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too. You have been absolutely amazing just recently and just, you know, forever. <laughs> Let's not downplay what you've already done for me. So thank you so, so much for everything you've done. It's been absolutely amazing. And, you know, I can't thank you enough for it. So with that being said, let's just get straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Our first story is from Pickup Truck. Am I the arsehole for telling our new neighbor my son doesn't work for her and her daughter? This has been going on for two long months now. We had a new neighbor who's a single mother in her late 40s and a teenage daughter. They're both lovely and she told me that she got divorced not too long ago. Her family lives in another town and she's beginning her life as a single mother. My son, 16, has been helping them since day one. He helped them move their stuff into their new house and even unpack boxes. She would have him go to the grocery store with a list of things she and her daughter needs. She asked him to fix the door handle slash take away the garbage, fix her car, move stuff to the backyard, clean the garden, and so on. She wouldn't stop asking for favors here and there. She'd knock on my door and borrow him for a few hours. Then he comes back in about six hours and still have to study and barely take care of his own mess. He has math exam this week and he started concentrating on it, which is difficult and takes time. Our neighbors called me to send him to her house so he could help her move furniture and carpets. She has huge carpets that are so heavy to lift. I told her he was busy studying for his exam, but after 30 minutes, I saw our daughter asking at our door for my son to come and hang out with her. My son said it was okay since he had been gone for an hour. Next thing I knew, he got back at 9pm, that's 5 hours later, looking wet and extremely tired and worn out. He told me our neighbour had him clean up furniture and carpets, about 5-6 to six heavy carpets, and clean the entire living room after. I was so mad, my son couldn't even finish studying. He took a bath and went to sleep instantly. I called my neighbor and raised my voice because I was really mad at her for making my son exhausted and causing him his math exam the next day. I told her my son doesn't work for her and her daughter and to stop calling and sending her daughter to our house and I hung up. My husband spoke with her and he was furious. Said that I have no respect for our neighbor and I shouldn't berate her for just needing some help and I have no right to not let her daughter into our house. My husband said I shouldn't say anything since our son is okay with it. He's not. Although he said nothing, he's not the type that would talk about what bothers him and instead just do what others ask of him. I know they need some help and things like that and everyone needs help in some time and there's nothing wrong with asking for it but you know, you have to know your limits and when you're going too far and I think these neighbours did exactly that. And don't get me wrong, OP's son is an amazing, kind-hearted boy and you know, we need more people like that in the world right now but at the same time, he will need to learn to stand up for himself. He will need to learn when to say no. If he really wants to say no, he needs to learn to do it. As we all know, the world can be an incredibly hurtful place right now. And I know it shouldn't be that way. And we shouldn't have to be on the constant defensive. But I'm afraid we do. It's just, it's just the times at the moment. For, and for that reason, and it's going to sound harsh, I'm going to go with an everyone sucks here. Just because of that, really, that the son should really stand up for himself. And I'm not, and it sounds like I'm being really harsh towards him, but it's a very soft 
everyone sucks here because really what I think that the boy does is absolutely amazing so <laughs> but let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say it's just another girl says not the arsehole he's not their slave who the fucks expects a random kid on the street to do many hours of chores for free have your kid learn to say no and respect his own boundaries advate 2701 says not the arsehole she could be messing his future up if he can't study for his tests also, neighbor's daughter lied to your son. DLogo says, everyone sucks here. I agree with some of your objectives, but not with your methods. Number one, your son needs to learn to say no. It's a critical life skill. Two, you need to have this discussion with your son. He's being taken advantage of, and this is a great opportunity for him to learn to recognize that. Three, you're trying to solve your son's problem for him at an age when he should be learning to solve them for himself. Don't yell at other people. Talk to your son about what's going on and what you're concerned about. Your neighbor is clearly exploiting your son and using their daughter to do so. And I need to sort of go to back to my point there and say, yeah, I'm not saying the son is the one who sucks. I'm saying like the parents should be maybe assisting him to recognize this, just like that post just said there. It sort of cleared up for me a bit. <laughs> and Princessity says, not the arsehole. Your husband can slave himself. Talk to your son and tell him you'd like for him to focus on himself and he doesn't owe anybody anything now. What would you do in that situation? If you was the, the mum, would you just approach the son and tell him that you're being taken advantage of? Would you approach the neighbour and tell them? Or would you continue to let him do his thing? Let me know in the comments below what you think. And don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for not checking the house? I 30 female live on a ranch with multiple horses, a few barn cats and my service dog. Because of an accident when I was a teen, I am legally deaf and have very limited hearing normally, but do alright with a hearing aid, unless you're shouting next to me. If I don't have my hearing aid in, I can't hear you. Because of Covid spikes in my country, most major metro areas went into lockdown. My brother's 32 female, wife 30 female, was afraid to be in the city with their new baby, 6 month female, and my brother asked me if they could stay with me in the countryside. I agreed as long as they cleaned up after themselves and respected my animal space. Me and my sister-in-law get along okay, but we've never been close. She doesn't know much sign language, so I have to rely on lip reading when we talk. I really only use my hearing aid when I go out, but I've gotten used to not wearing it at home, which is where the problem is. My brother had to go into the city over the weekend for work, leaving me, sister-in-law and the baby alone for the weekend. On Saturday, I get up and while making breakfast, I see that both my brother's car and sister-in-law's car are gone. I think nothing of it and begin my morning routine. By noon, my sister-in-law's car comes back and I'm training a colt. A bit later and the colt spooks bad and starts pulling away from me. I try to calm him, but a hand gripping my shoulder and spinning me around forces me to let him go. Sister-in-law was screaming at me. I was only getting every other word and struggling to read her lips because she was talking so fast. Apparently the night before, at some point, she had told me she was going into the town to shop, but didn't want to take the baby, so she asked if I could watch her. To her, I answered and she took it as a yes. So this morning she went shopping and left the baby for three hours. I told her I never heard a request and had I known, would have absolutely watched the baby. She called me a negligent monster for not checking the house and just assuming she took her baby. I told her that was unreasonable and asked why she didn't make sure I understood her before she left. She called me a plethora of insults and stormed upstairs. I feel awful. The baby had cried all morning and I had no idea. It makes me sad and sick thinking about it. I try to reconcile with sister-in-law, but she won't talk or look at me. 
My brother came back late Sunday and agreed with his wife that I should have checked the house before going out to take care of the animals and that his daughter comes first. I told him their baby is their responsibility and my animals are mine and that sister-in-law should have really made sure that I understood her request before leaving. We fought and now things are tense. I don't feel like the arsehole because I'm opened up my home to them. I'm not a babysitter and if sister-in-law had a request, I feel she should made it clear. But on the other hand, my poor niece was left for three hours and now even my parents are calling me negligent. Am I wrong for not checking the house to see if anyone was home? Damn, didn't we just have one of these in the last video? Pretty much not the same scenario. Obviously, the person wasn't deaf, but the person was wearing headphones all the time. So, and they was in their room and they, they didn't hear this other person's request. Why do these people keep thinking it's okay to just like not be clear that they're leaving the baby with them and then just pissing off? How is that right? <laughs> oh my word. And yes, it's a sad situation for the baby, but this is the parent's fault. No question. The baby is their responsibility. They need to ensure that the person 100% knows that they're going out and leaving the baby. And it's totally negligent for these parents to just think that, no, I'm just going to walk out the door now and not say another word and everything will be fine. <sighs> what a bunch of morons. <laughs> Spooky Bay says, not the arsehole at all. Your brother and sister-in-law should be ashamed. I didn't have children, but if I did, I would never just leave them in the morning before who I thought was going to watch them was up for the day. And I double checked that they remembered slash still agreed. You're even more excused because you can't hear. Why would you check your own house for a child that isn't yours? And why would your sister-in-law not get you to verbally say you would watch her? That's insane. Honestly, I would tell them they need to go back to their own home if they're going to treat you so unfairly when you're sheltering them out of the kindness of your heart. I feel bad for your niece, but this was no way on you. Flippin' Freddy says, Okay, so you are nearly deaf. They know this and in no way did sister-in-law find it necessary to confirm that you heard or understood that she wanted to leave the baby. She most likely said something, even if she did, when you had your back turned or in another room. Nothing was your fault. It's their child and their responsibility. She should have checked with you even before leaving the house that you would watch the baby. Being hard of hearing, there was no guarantee you would even hear the baby cry. And no, you do not have to check your whole damn house before you go outside. They know your condition. They knew you had animals to take care of. They knew they are completely wrong as parents. Worst case scenario, explain this to CPS slash police. They will agree the parents were in the wrong. They should have confirmed before leaving their child. You are not a babysitting service. You are not a bed and breakfast. You are not responsible for their family in any way. They messed up and they owe you an apology. Honestly, send them back to the city. They are not worth the drama. Not the arsehole. Grim Drake says, not the arsehole, and then quotes, she called me a negligent monster for not checking the house and just assuming she took her baby. This right here is bullshit. She is the parent. That baby is 100% her responsibility, not yours. Any reasonable person would assume a mother didn't leave her baby at home without making arrangements first. Since you didn't hear her ask, there's no reason you would have ever thought the baby was with you. This is completely her fault in my opinion. If I needed to leave a six-month-old child with someone else, I'd be given a laundry list of instructions about feeding, changing diapers, and other things. No way, not in a million years, would I leave my baby with someone after a single question. On top of all this, even if she did think you agreed to watch the baby, she apparently just left the baby alone in a room and walked out. This is unconscionable in my opinion. 
If it were me, I'd make for damn sure someone was actually with the baby or make sure they were aware the baby was sleeping, if it was, before I'd just left the house. You don't just walk away leaving an infant alone without making sure someone is keeping an eye on them in some way. It boggles me how utterly negligent she was here and how much she is trying to blame it on you. Now, we've had a story just like this in the last one. What do you guys make of this story? Let me know in the comments below. Although it's slightly different with a person being deaf and all. And what would you do in this situation if you was OP and you was being blamed for this? How would you approach it? I think I would just kick them out and be done with it, you know. She sounded like she had a nice peaceful life before all this. Tending their animals. And what are barn cats? Am I being stupid there? Are they just cats that live in the barn? <laughs> I don't know. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for telling my sister it's her fault for being harassed by a creep? So my 20 male sister is 17 and she was walking the dog in the park the other day. Basically she ended up giving a number to some random guy who approached her. This is what she said happened. She was walking in the park and a guy was near the bench and five minutes after she walked past, the same guy ran up behind her. Then she stopped to pretend to fix her shoe because she didn't want this guy running up behind her. I do kind of get this because I get girls have to be on guard a bit when they're out. Anyway, the guy starts complimenting her and trying to chat her up. My sister just said she's speaking to someone and she's in a rush to get home. Then the guy said that he wants to talk to her sometime, so can he get her number? My sister stupidly gave this dude the number, even though she doesn't want to talk to him. Like, what was she thinking? Obviously, if you're going to give someone your number, they're going to call you. Anyway, she said she gave him the number in the heat of the moment because she needed to go and apparently he wouldn't stop chatting to her. Her plan was to give the number, then block it. So I found out tonight the dude has called her six times, but then she blocked the number. Now he called her via a different number. She's now worrying saying she's scared to go to the park in case she sees this guy and she's acting like a victim even though she gave the number out to him. Like it doesn't make any sense. She didn't need to give the number out but she did. Now she's going on about the expected consequences. I haven't really said much in my house about the matter because my mum is pretty much siding her saying that when you're a female and alone you're going to be scared when this shit happens. I don't think that's a good reason to give the number out though. Now, you know, this one had me at the title. <laughs> as a you're the arsehole. As soon as I read that, I thought, oh God, I'm going to have to read it anyway. What I'm getting, the feeling I'm getting is you're just victim blaming. I'm not saying that the guy wasn't an absolute creep. You know, he might have just been a genuinely nice guy who just wanted to get in contact with her. But she felt threatened. It was the way she was feeling. She didn't feel comfortable in the situation, which is totally fine to feel that way. If you don't feel comfortable in it, and she was, as she said, the heat of the moment, she's just going to give that number out just to get away from that situation because she's not feeling great about it. Sure, she could have gave out a fake number or something like that, but it was the heat of the moment, she was scared, so she gave out this number just to get away and then she thought she'd block it later and now she's scared of going to that park again because he might be there and you know, he might be, but we don't know what this guy is like. All we know is he's following her and complimenting her, which does sound quite creepy to me, but on the other hand, he could be just genuinely being nice. We don't know that. We can't downplay this girl's feelings to the way she's feeling. I mean, she's 17, feeling vulnerable, and OP is just saying, you know, suck it up, don't give him your number, and sort him out kind of thing. It just doesn't work like that. Wow. Let's have a look at some of the comments to see what they say. Judge Jed says, you're the arsehole. You realize women have been killed for saying no right. 
If the guy's going to go to this length to get in touch with her when it's obvious she doesn't want to talk to him, who knows what he would have done if she said no to not giving her number out. You're not female, so you can't understand what it's like for them. It's honestly as dangerous as they say it is. Yeah, I forgot. I, I totally forgot there for a second that he actually changed the number in the middle as well and then phoned again. Yeah. RHND says, you're the arsehole full stop. You have no idea what it's like to exist in a public as a young girl slash woman. I didn't realize how constantly unwelcome attention from men was and how stressful it was to manage and constantly politely extricate yourself from unwanted interactions with minimal drama until I aged out of it in my mid forties. Just be supportive of your sibling. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Block Party said, you're the arsehole. There's so much we as women have to do to not get killed by men these days. Women have been murdered for saying no to the prom and for ignoring men who want our attention. She told you the reasons why she gave him her number and they were valid. When she blocked him, it was his choice to be a stalker and contact her via another number. Not your sister's fault. Starred and Feathered said, you're the arsehole. This is called victim blaming. Women have literally been murdered for rejecting someone in the moment. So yeah, she did what she felt she had to do to get out of the situation safely. You really have no empathy for your sister and no genuine concern for her safety. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story three. And our next story is from our ad. Am I the arsehole for saying no to my father? When I, male 38, was 12, my father remarried after our mum died when I was eight. My new stepmother hated my guts and made her life mission to turn my life into hell and my dear old father simply turned a blind eye to her actions. When I was 14 she got pregnant and managed to convince my father to kick me out of the house, probably because she wanted her son to be the only one receiving attention from dad. So despite all my protests I was sent to live with my uncle on the other side of the state. I was so furious, hurt and sad that I disowned my father and cut all ties with him. For me, he was dead and I refused to even hear anything about him or let him know anything about me. My uncle who is gay and child free became my dad and he is a real dad. He helped me when I was down, celebrated me with accomplishments and thanks to him, I was able to make something out of myself. Well, two years ago, my grandpa passed away. My uncle couldn't go to the funeral due to being in hospital after a car accident. So she asked if I could go in his place since I had some vacation days from my job and I said yes. At the funeral, sat in the back, I saw him for the first time in 22 years. And boy, he looked like a living dead. And nobody was sitting next to him. After the funeral, we had a small gathering at one of my aunt's house where I was informed about what happened on the last 22 years. Turns out, stepmom isolated my father from the rest of the family. And when my half-brother was 15, the witch drained their bank accounts, revealed her son wasn't my father's son and ran away with a bastard and the bastard's father. Since then, father has been in deep depression and debt. I couldn't care less and was just staying out of his view and enjoying the food my aunt had cooked. At some moment, father came to notice my presence and rushed to hug me. I would be lying if I say I didn't see his eyes shining when he saw me. I didn't hug back, but after some time, he invited me to sit on the couch and talk. The talk was basically a 45 minutes of the most sincere apology I have ever heard. And then he asked me if we could try to mend our relationship. I said no, the fact he turned a blind eye for the things his ex-wife did to me and he didn't even protest against and sent me for the other side of the state far away from all my friends was too much for me to forgive and forget. Yeah, I am that kind of person. When I got back home, my uncle told me about my father's meltdown. He understood but was disappointed and so were my aunts. So Reddit, 
am I the arsehole? Finnery is real says not the arsehole, super super not the arsehole. If anyone tries to play the but he's your family card, turn it on them and ask if we're family, why did he insert everything he did? Take a breath, you're not the arsehole here. Simply me says not the arsehole, he had 22 years to apologise and be an actual dad and stand up for you. Where was he during those 22 years? His wife isolated him and turned a blind eye. Where was he when he let her kick you out of 15 to your uncle, who thankfully turned out to be a great man? Where was he after she left him and failed to show up and apologise? He made bad decisions and now he's reaping what he sowed. Techwardo says not the arsehole, he had chances to reach out after she left. He didn't. He shouldn't have treated you that way in the first place. Granted, I know this is only your side of the story, but he could have reached out plenty of times. Assuming that after 22 years, you should humour him at a funeral was selfish of him. And then here's that comment, and it's just an alternate view. I'm not sure if I totally agree with it or not. I, you know, I agree with those previous comments as well, but it just gives it another view on it as well. Foxes Stole My Glove says, Okay, unpopular opinion here, and I'll probably be downvoted to oblivion, but hear me out. I'm sorry for what happened, OP. What happened to you was awful, even though you were lucky and ended up with your fantastic uncle. No one should have to feel abandoned by their parents. But just take a moment to consider. How was your father before stepmom arrived? Was he a good father? Did you ever have any issues with him? I asked because this stepmother was obviously abusive. She separated him from his family, isolated him, emotionally abused him, used his child, children against him, and then drained him financially before leaving. She could have said all sorts. Maybe your dad was even made to think sending you to your uncle's was better. Otherwise, stepmom would have been worse to you. And on some level, your dad tried to protect you from that. This woman also held his newborn son over his head too. On a big level, this was not his fault. Nobody deserves an emotionally abusive relationship. And oftentimes, the abuse party simply cannot help it. Emotional abuse like that is a serious thing, and you see it time and again, most often with women, where the abuse is so bad that people do abandon their kids or allow poor treatment to occur. This isn't right, of course not, but if this is as bad as you say, OP, I just felt I should bring it up. It doesn't excuse your dad's behaviour, but it may go a long way to explain it. He should accept he has hurt you, but he also has been hurt. You said he gave a sincere apology and so he obviously knows that this was a terrible situation for you, not just himself, and feels remorse about the whole thing. I know you've suffered. Whatever relationship or not you have with your father, from here is up to you. If you simply cannot forgive him, then of course that is understandable, but perhaps you might consider it. After all, you may get that relationship with your father back, the one before Stepmom showed up. It was Stepmom who ruined it to begin with if things were fine before her. But it is all your decision. Good luck, friend. No one's an arsehole here. And I think there were some good points in there, you know, that might have been on the other, because we only heard one side of the story, right? And, you know, we can only judge it based on one side of the story. So if we was doing that, I would say, yeah, totally not the arsehole for the situation. But after reading that comment as well, he's sort of like, what if he was going through that abusive relationship? Does it still, does it make an excuse? Obviously, it doesn't make an excuse for his behavior. Like the comment said, it does explain what might have happened, potentially. <laughs> Too many ifs and buts, I know. But what do you guys think of that story? What would you do in that situation if you was OP? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. Once again, guys, you know I appreciate you. 
I hope you do anyway, because I really bloody do. Thank you so, so much for being here today, you lovely bunch of people. And hopefully I will see you tomorrow. It's a date. <laughs> see you next time, guys. Much love to you and see you in the next one. Goodbye.